This is the Action Coach Bolton Business Extra podcast. Every week we're going to be talking to a different business owner about their journey in business, the successes they've had, the mistakes they've made along the way, and what advice they've got for other business owners wherever you happen to be on your journey. Welcome to the latest edition of the Business Extra podcast. I'm joined today again by Mr. Philip Collins, the owner and founder of SEO Enterprise. Um, we're going to talk about Phil's journey through business and recent journey through uh, the pandemic and uh, looking forward to what's happening afterwards. So good afternoon, Phil. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. It's good to see you again. Uh, first of all, introduce yourself and what you and your business do. Tell me how long you've been in business. Um, tell me about your team and your purpose, your why. why, why you do what you do. Yeah, it's a very easy question to answer. So um, my name's Philip Collins. Um, otherwise known as Phil Collins, not that one. Uh, and yeah, uh, I own founder of SEO Enterprise, like you said. So we've got, we're a small team of four at the moment. Um, we've been up and down over the, over the last six years we've been in business. I'll be turning six in June. Um, the main purpose of SEO Enterprise, or the main reason I started SEO Enterprise, because I, I've, as you can say, I've been around the block, uh, worked for a lot of companies, uh, and I never found a happy space. Um, I was very, very into customer service. I started my journey in retail and customer service was the biggest thing that was shoved down my throat and it kind of just blended in and fit with what, how I kind of wanted to do things. And I went from SEO company to SEO company and they just didn't quite get that customer service bit right. And I just felt the customer was always being put after money. It didn't feel right for me. I didn't like it. So we had a lot of um, arguments, I suppose, or clashes with the with the managers and just just I, I, I didn't like lying to people and I kept getting put in that situation where I had to lie to people to try and get the invoice paid and I just didn't like being in that situation so the opportunity came around to start up and go by myself and I thought let's let's just bring SEO back into a light that people could be proud of have a company that people could be proud of and see what I can do um I'm quite arrogant in my SEO skill set so Let's see what I can do and maybe get make a business out of it. So that's how I started. That was my why, just to try and put um, people they deserve to be, make 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 it all all about them. Okay. And what's your vision, Phil? What's your vision for SEO Enterprise? My, my the original vision was to just have a company or a brand that people could be proud of uh, and just live happily off that. Since then, um, things have changed at home where families become the major priority. That's that's what I want to be. Uh, happy with what spend more time with my family or a business to run that gives me the luxury of being there for my kids and doing things for my kids that I suppose my dad never was for me type thing so it's one of them yeah that's that's the main goal now is dream big and just be comfortable I don't want to be rich I don't want to be a millionaire I just want to be comfortable and not worry about money but not have to worry about money from the being rich side as well yeah yeah because you've got a wife and three young children now so three young girls haven't you two twins just arrived recently yes uh, we had may covid twin babies uh wow. being called now so yeah uh twin girls there nine months now uh and a four-year-old to top it all off all girls Brilliant. all loving makeup <laughs> so you might not want to be that. a millionaire but you, you've got a certain target in mind for profit from the company to keep you and your family comfortable yeah. So tell me more about who you serve. Who's your target market or markets then, Phil? So my target market is anyone uh, with a website in a nutshell. That's that's what we can provide. That's what we can do. We can guide you in senses that um, we can 
put you in a direction if we can't build if we can't use that website. So SEO can be done on any website. There's no there's no kind of restrictions in the sense of the, the restrictions come into play of what target uh, what keywords you want to target. So our target audience is anyone with a website really, but we provide ourselves where we like to work with quite closely with um, CEOs and the team. So we quite like the community feel. We, can't, we quite like lurking locally um, just because it just, it, SEO for me is, is, is goes back to being a big online gamer. We, you know, as a big gamer, so that buzz of being page one, I get from getting on, I get a massive buzz from putting someone on page one. That's my feel. That's why I do SEO. It was never about the money. It was always that for that for that, for that, that that buzz. Mm-hmm. So it, it's easier. It, it, it seems to benefit more if you do it locally. There's a lot shorter wait time. So we, my target audience at the moment is generally local companies, um, just because I I get a better kind of connection. I get a better relationship with them, um, and it's it's not all blue chip, quite professional in the sense that we can do that. And I've done that. I've got clients on board that have that package. But I, I do get a lot more enjoyment with the community feel helping someone who actually needs it um, and deserves it. Yeah. yeah. It. So you're you're based in Manchester, so by local, is that what is that northwest for you? We're just in Greater Manchester. Well, where, I mean, I mean local keywords wise. So it's called, so it's 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 websites that target locally. So it could be anywhere in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they're targeting, for example, a hair salon or beauty salon. Or sometimes they look, 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 look at hair salon on a national scale because they've only got one shop in a certain area. So it's someone targeting locally, wanting local people to come to them. I see. So, yes, wherever they happen to be, their target markets are within a specific geography around them. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, got that now. Uh, and so, look, we can't ignore the fact that we've had a pandemic for the last year. Uh, what's been the greatest impact of COVID-19 on your business? Adapting to different situations has been the biggest impact and um, obviously you look at finances all the time so it's like having an office um paying for rent and not using it you know you've I barely used an office for a year and i've paid a year's worth of rent so the biggest the impact has always been financial it's hit i think it's hit my clients a lot harder than it hit me especially the first one when there's a lot more of a lot loan um so we did a hell of a lot of trying to work around them changing budgets changing strategies um so the the impact is it's more the impact has hurt my clients that we've adapted to try and not lose them and keep them going without having to kind of lose all the work we've done in the past from an SEO perspective, um, and just keep that feel. We don't want to be as harsh as can't pay your bill right by. It's not it's not that it's not it's not who we're about. It's it's let's see what we can do. Let's make it both work for both of us uh, and go from there. So the impact has hurt hurt me financially in that sense, but it's also in a positive light, it's made me understand clients a lot more. I'm a lot closer with my clients now. And that's given me that original purpose of why I got into the SEO company in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you talked about adapting um, to work more closely with your clients. Can you tell us one or two specific actions that you've taken that have made a difference and and how it's working? Well, a lot of times, before the COVID, a lot of times, you know, the, the, the meetings and the kind of talks that we used to have were always quite, um, kind of boring, no unprofessional, unemotional in the sense that it was, you know, always a lot of data. Are we doing a good job? Yes. You're on page one for this. Progression this. Yes. Everyone's happy. When it came to kind of the COVID of like what strategy, what's going to be hit, clients opened up a lot more. I opened up a lot more and to say, well, look, this is the unknown. We're both in the unknown now. Uh, and it broke down that kind of, I, I see it broke down the professional barrier to say, well, actually, they're now friends. They're now 
people I, you know that I care about and it's it's changed how I want to deliver the service I want to have that personal level of service for me and my staff they want to have that personal impact not just provide a service um you know we can treat the service and we can also treat the client as well so that's what we want to do that's what we see it as so it's it's changed how we um adapt and how we kind of do our customer journeys completely changed from from when pandemic hit and I, in, in a good way in a positive way yeah yeah okay what wins have you seen um you know a lot of businesses have been through a, a tough time during covid mm. uh, some businesses are doing better some businesses are, are challenged some businesses are sort of on a par with where they were at the same time last year so have you had some wins i've had a lot of the wins have been more personal um a lot of the wins have been a lot more personal but that's based on the back of the business is alive. It's, you know, it's, it's being, it's survived uh, where, you know, a lot of people can't say that. So yeah. the fact that, you know, I've been able to pay staff every month and still have the money to pay staff and myself and, you know, take care of my family at the same time. That's the biggest win that I'll ever need or yeah. want. And the business, you know, we've had, we've had, we've lost clients, we've gained clients. We've helped a lot more people out as well. Um, especially in the industry in the restaurant business, we've helped keep them alive, help them keep active help them keep um, mentally active as well. What a lot of people have, uh, we, we noticed a lot of friends or, you know, client friends, did a lot of them shut down, gave up and not done anything, got bored. And some of them um, have recently found their way into quite a depressive uh, state. And, you know, it, it hurts when friends and people you've interacted with have gone down that route. So it's given them ideas, giving them things to do, to keep them active, to keep them um, with Because a lot of them live on, you know, some of them do live on their own. Some of them not got the family yet. You know, they, you know, they can't go to the, the immediate family because of mm. COVID. So it's keeping them things to keep them active, keep them busy um, and not wasting kind of the time they've had as well. So it's being able to kind of communicate people, help people on the mental health side as well. Um, they're my wins. Um, financially, we're probably being roughly around about the same boat as what we was beforehand, but that's with the kind of shift of going up and down, up and down um, with everything going on. But the wins have been more of an emotional sector and the kind of a, fact finding kind of who you are kind of sense um but obviously i'm a lot you know i've spent a lot of time with the kids being at home you know it's positive it's also negative so when you've done zoom calls and you come running going daddy daddy <laughs> and, you know and even bum wiping it's like not trying to sell something here you know it's a little bit it's a little bit different so um the wins there are all about kind of a lot personal but it's, it comes back and without kind of praising my coach too much if this had if this impacted before I had my coach, I wouldn't have got through it. And I've said this before, I would not have got through it because I would not have had the tools to actually adapt and get through it. I would have been one of the people that I'd give up because I wouldn't have known where to go, where to go. All the scene was first lockdown hit, clients panicking, I'm panicking, not got the tools, they're pausing campaigns, I'm going to look, the staff wages are not there. Um, and, you know, we've grown, we've had three at the start of the campaign. We, we you know, we did have we did try an apprentice during, during the kind of pandemic as well. So we had five and we unfortunately had to let the apprentice go for, for reasons I don't really want to discuss. But so we have grown, actually grown staff-wise uh, in COVID. So there are lots of positives and a lot of wins I see um, are more about how we do things yeah. and the way we do it. And, yeah. uh, and you can see a lot more difference in the way we're moving forward. So, um, you know, the future proposals and things like that, the clients that are due to come on board, are going to be a lot happier, a lot better to benefit from what we've learned during this pandemic. Great, uh, you know, you can, you can mention your coach's name if you want to. I'll let you. I'll, I'll put it in the description at the end. 
Um, so, look, you've mentioned some of your, your challenges that you've had to overcome already What and some of the adjustments you've made. What adjustments have you made are you going to carry on doing as we come out of the pandemic? I want to carry on being being there for my clients because um, a lot of people, what, what we've learned, the clients have come to me for, you know, you absorb a lot of knowledge. You absorb a lot of knowledge that you just don't think you're an expert on or, you know, that you think, well, people should already know this or, you know, who am I to say that sort of thing? Because there's a lot of knowledge that people don't actually know. Um, and it's being able to kind of, you know, having that, have that feel of clients go, look, yes, I'm SEO. Yes, we're good at SEO. But we do know people. We do know things that can help in other ways. So, you know, talk to us. We're not going to sit there. I ain't going to charge you for something I don't do. But I know someone that will charge you for it that will do a good job for you. And we've vetted them and we've kind of done, a, you know, mm. they won't be my partner if I didn't trust them. So it's that, it's that kind of, personal feel like that touch to the client to say yes we're, we're an seo this is what we do that's what we're good at look we'll take care of that explain how much in detail how you you know how much detail you want on that but come to us for if you need help what we go into it say what are your goals for your business not your website let's see what we can do primarily our biggest tool is seo so this will take a big chunk of this goal out of the equation we'll nail it for that but what else can we do and help you with um don't keep us in the dark for other goals you know it's that kind of touch of your goals are now our goals, not just from an SEO point of view. So it's that feel, it's that constant communication that we want the clients. That's what we want to kind of push, that's what we want to get on with, uh, and that's what we want to stick with, um, that communication feel, rather than just being an invoice in a month or just sending out reports weekly and going, yay, we're, you know, we've done this, done that. It's that feel of like, look, let's, let's, let's push on, let's push further. I can't do my job without the information from you. So, you know, let us into your family, let us into your kind of business and let us know what your goals are. Yeah, I mean, we, we coined, well, I don't know whether we coined the phrase, I'm sure it's been around for years, but um, back at the start of the pandemic, we we were talking to our clients about being able to market with compassion. You know, have your customers' um, wants and needs and desires right at the very heart of what you do. Um, and, you know, think about them first and foremost, rather than trying to think about selling them something. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Look, it's been said that smart people learn from the mistakes and wise people learn from the mistakes of others. So what mistakes did you make along the way? And how, how can other entrepreneurs learn from your experience? So how long, how long have I got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't just mean during COVID, uh, but you during, know, during, since you started your journey. I, I wouldn't say I've made too many mistakes. I've made probably wrong calls in a sense, but they've always turned out to just, just be a wrong call. It's not a mistake. It was something we tried that didn't quite work out. Um, I don't like calling them mistakes. I don't think, I can't think of a, I can't think of a mistake, mistake. Um, decisions, you know, to maybe take the apprentice was a bit too much um, with the time factor that we've got in place. Um, you know, there's, there's certain things we've tried, you know, use, use things that, that haven't quite panned out. Uh, marketing having used that we, we did try email marketing during a pandemic didn't quite work out, didn't really turn into anything. So was it a mistake? No, but it was, I, I learned something from it. So it was it was worth doing. So in a sense, it was a mistake because I didn't get the goal out of it that I needed from it or achieve from it. But it's something I haven't done before, something I wanted to try, see if it would work. It didn't. Um, so I've learned from that. But I did get a lot of data from it in the sense that, you know, there's something I need to work on. Um but yeah, I suppose I, I tried the wrong colour lipstick on with Emily doing my makeup once. That's a mistake <laughs> I didn't come up with. I didn't go down too well. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's there's quite a lot of the home home mistakes that you make. Uh, you know, 
But the yeah. wife, I'll let the wife to tell you like the description later or something. Right. She'll, she'll we'll, we'll, we'll have a word later on. You know, some of the most yeah. successful entrepreneurs that uh, I've spoken to and read about, uh, when you ask them what makes them more successful, um, they will say, well, I've made more mistakes than anybody else. You know, mm. and it's it's making sure you learn from those, whatever whatever you call them, whether you call them mistakes or something else. Yeah. I mean, over, over the years, I've made, like I said, I think I even did a LinkedIn post not long ago um, about, you know, the, the networking group that we're in that, you know, there's lots of us in there. We've all we all share our mistakes quite frequently, and a lot of us are all in the digital marketing side or the digital world, if you like. Uh, it's just nice to kind of see people making the same mistakes or even different mistakes that you thought you know you thought about. So yeah, um, I think sharing mistakes is is something um, I've learned a hell of a lot from as well. Plus, you know, I think the biggest thing is I think the biggest thing I've learned as well is is don't have fear of making the mistake. Yeah, that's something I learned along the something I learned over COVID is don't have fear, you know, don't do it because you're scared of making a mistake or fear of doing it wrong. Yeah, it, it, it's worth not doing anything than at least trying it. And, and as a leader of your team as well, encourage your team to um, take risks as well. You know, as they're yeah. learning and growing, they're bound to make mistakes along the way. So mm-hmm. you know, in a in a good open environment where they're allowed to take risks and make the occasional mistake, um, they're going to grow much more quickly. Yeah, well, I always, we always, when we do our staff meetings, my, my biggest thing is, look, try it. You don't have to come to me for every little thing. If you want to try something, try it. You know, as long as it doesn't kill someone, you know, go, you know, make sure it's something that, you know, it's something you believe in, something you're passionate about, something that you, you want to try, try it. I'll give you the food to try it. Mistakes are going to be made. We're open with our clients. You know, we do say at the start, we're going to, we'll try it. We'll probably try different things that might, middle people might not work, you know, might not do. Um, we'll always, you know, always kind of come back through you and not not just do it, but um, we are kind of then throw wood at the wall kind of companies and see what sticks. You just never know, especially with the COVID pandemic. You don't know what's going to work, what's not going to work. Things are changing so fast that, you know, it's, it's better to try something than not. And yeah. sometimes it's the weirdest things that work. If, if you could go back to before the beginning of last March, uh, just before the lockdown began, what one thing would you have done sooner, do you think, with hindsight? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because I had because you know, the twins came in May. There's not much I would have done sooner because um, I was always waiting for that. I would, If anything, what I did was because um, I knew the twins were coming and I wanted to take some time away, I did make sure the staff were well-informed and well-ready to go without working with me. Um, so I basically, any time that I had, I basically went out there and did a very, a lot of free kind of one-on-ones, SEO coaching, one-on-ones audits, um, uh, and doing a lot of kind of local business work, um, helping them make their website work for them. So I would have done that soon. I really, really enjoyed that, helping people who just didn't have a Scooby-Doo or being told one thing, it's like, well, no, that's not, that's not right. You know, the pay for something that's not actually working yet, they're being told it is. Um, and it's like, well, are you, have you got one in your pocket now? No, well, it's not working. You know, it's, it's something as simple as that. So it was, um, yeah, it was, it was quite a lot to help a lot of community people and help a lot of people, especially people that are close to kind of my network and helping friends of friends and things like that. Really kind of, um, I really, really enjoyed that. I really, you know, I didn't make a penny from it. So I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. And to be fair, I didn't get a couple of clients from it. So well worth doing from that point of view but i really enjoyed kind of educating people on seo i, I didn't realize how in the dark people still are about it yeah I, there's an old networking phrase isn't there um coined by bni give us gain 
And it's very, uh, for me, it's very true. You know, whether it's in a networking environment or your, your normal environment, the more you give, the more you tend to get. So uh, thanks. We've got a little bit of time left. Um, if I've got a couple of more questions, first of all, um, what are you most looking forward to post lockdown? Um, that's how too harsh getting away, getting away from the kids. Uh, <laughs> I know I phrased them at the start, but I would definitely go to work, Dad. I need to go to work. Um, so being, I think being back in the office and, you know, talking to people, you know, about other things than Peppa Pig and Pikachu and things would be would be nice. It would be a nice change of pace. Yeah. Um, and what, yeah. In, over the last year or, or right now, what, what inspires you most today, Phil? It'll always be my kids. It'll always be, I don't want them, I mean, they've, they've had, especially the twins, they've had the first year of absolute crazy. Um, Emily's first year at school has been absolutely crazy, unpredictable. And you can tell the emotions that, the, the, even at the twins' age, you can tell the emotions are really affecting them. Um, I don't want me to be any worse than that. I don't want money or stress or things that they shouldn't be worried about um, being something to worry about. Uh, you know, worrying about the parents getting ill and things like that. I mean, you probably can't see too much, but I've got several chins and I want to get rid of a few. So, you know, these are the type of things that inspire me to say, look, I don't want my kids to worry about my health. Yeah. Uh, I don't want kids to worry about my food or my my financial situations. So I just want to be in a place where everyone's comfortable. Um, and I want to spend some time with the kids. Like we did, I took a couple of days off this week and uh, to help do the homeschooling. And I really enjoyed it, weirdly enough. Uh, I mean, I even learned a few things. So it was it was quite nice. So I, will, I want more of that. And, I, and the business is going to give me the platform to do that. Yeah. Um, my wife inspires me every day. She's an absolute trooper. She just just gets on with it. Um, and I don't know how she does it. I, I spend two hours alone with the three kids, and I want to screenshot and kill someone. So, how she does it every day is beyond me. And trying to keep them out the out the kind of office room we've got is is just magical. So, be able to give her that back when the business is that so to help out more is something I don't think money can buy. So, um, the business can buy it in in that sense. So that's 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 what really? inspires my family. Good. Two more questions. What have you learned? It's easy for me to say, isn't it? What have you learned about yourself during this time? My biggest kind of thing I've learned is I can do it. It's as simple as that. Uh, a lot of times where, you know, I think there's a lot of, lot of phrases that you kind of quoted and stories that you told where, you know, you sat there on 8 o'clock on a Friday night going, I need to pay some wages on Monday where I'm the money from. Yeah. Um, and that stress of, like, overworking and working silly. Um, I've been through that and I did that the hard way. It's like, it, it isn't healthy. But I've not felt overwhelmed at all during the pandemic. Um, and I was, I was talking to someone about it last week and it's like, it's, it's weird. My mental, my mental strength has changed quite a lot. Um having been someone who's suffered with mental health in the past, you know, you, you always fear a relapse, you always fear of that kind of something triggering you to the sense that I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to collapse or go overwhelmed. Yeah. Certainly. And it's, it's, it's not even any sign of it. Um, so the biggest thing for me is I can do it. Not only can I do it, I can thrive under it. Um, and yeah, it's, is it hard? Yes. Is it, is it killing you? Yes. I mean, I've, you know, I've, I took sleep out the equation, you know, nine months ago when the twins were born. So that helped me out quite a bit. So, you know, there's a lot more time, there's a lot more thought process into it. But yeah, the mental side of the mental, my own mental strength, I think, has been the biggest learning curve. Um, a lot of techniques business wise, a lot of 
strategies business-wise and lead generation sources business-wise. But the biggest, biggest thing is just my own mental health. Yeah. Okay, Phil, listen, thank you very much. I've got one final question for you. These interviews are designed to help other business owners as well as mm-hmm. promoting your own um, your own business as well. Um, if you had one piece of advice to give to another business owner, wherever they are on the business journey right now, what would mm-hmm. that be? Don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to take advantage of free things, you know, free advice, free help, free free anything. Um we can't do this on our own. Anyone that does is is alien or something, but anyone who goes out on their own as a business owner, uh, even as a co-business owner, and thinks they can do it all on their own without any help is, is in my eyes, delusional. Um, you need help. You need, to, you, need to, you need experts doing what they're good at, and you can't be the expert of everything. Um, don't be afraid to ask. Is the best advice I give any, any new people, even business starting up and start a business. A lot of people are trying to start businesses in the pandemic. Um, Due through no no real choice. Don't be afraid to ask. The people out there offering free websites, the people out there offering free advice, you know, monthly websites. It's not yours to your pedal. You know, take advantage of it. You know, don't be afraid to kind of accept people's help. Okay. People want to help. Let them Brilliant. help you. Phil, it's been an absolute pleasure as ever talking to you. If people want to get in touch with you to talk to you and ask you questions about SEO and SEO enterprise, how do they get in touch with you? So the, the, the easiest way is through the website, through seoenterprise.co.uk. Um, the phone number is 0161-826-1999. Very easy number to remember. Um, but there's many other social media platforms that I'm always around through. Um, but yeah, just go through the website, send me an email, and I'll definitely get back to you. Okay, brilliant. You can look Phil up on LinkedIn as well. So uh, thank you very much, Phil. Thanks for your time. It's no been a brilliant half Definitely. hour. Um, the best way to kick off our interview series. I look forward to speaking to you soon. That's Phil Collins from SEO Enterprise. Thank you.